0: The smallest things can trigger us sometimes. If you often find yourself asking, why did I react like that? Or why did that affect me so much? Or simply stating something like, wow, that hit a nerve. Then you're in the right place. Join Candace Fraser and Natalie Collar for a fortnightly chat discussing life's different triggers, upbringings, self-reflections and projected opinions, and the art of embracing self-compassion to overcome emotional setbacks, the conversations are candid, real, authentic, and filled with helpful tips. So join us
1: and let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, to episode four of Stop. I've Just Been Triggered. And we are so thrilled that you are joining us yet again.
0: We really are. And in this episode, we're diving into the I in the rain process which is for Investigate.
1: Yes, and if you're new to the show, we are demystifying emotional triggers, which is really just, I guess, a fancy way of saying that we're exploring what they are, where they come from, and how to mindfully and compassionately work through them so that they have less of an impact on your life. That's spot on, Candace. Over the last couple
0: of shows, we have been working our way through the RAIN process, Um, In episode two, we delved into the R, which stands for recognize. And in episode three, we looked at the A, uh, which stands for allow or accept. Today, we're going to move on to the I, which I've already mentioned stands for investigate.
1: Mm, Absolutely. RAIN is a beautiful process coined by a group of Buddhist teachers and really is becoming more and more popular every day because it is just so effective to work through all the hard stuff, all the triggers, all the suffering. And, and Rain's really um, mindfulness in action. Mm,
0: yeah. It's a great process to support yourself as you navigate life's challenges. And to be able to soothe, you know, support yourself through those times, it really enables you to become a self healer. Mm. Um, it
1: gives you the tools. That you can use for your entire mm, life. Absolutely. So let's just dive right into this investigate step, shall we? Sounds good.
0: Uh, in this step, we are beginning to investigate, or the beginning of the investigation into what we have recognized, accepted, and allowed to be in the moment. And now we're going to gently and compassionately start to shed some light on what's happening. Mm. When it comes to emotional triggers, the investigation phase is twofold. We are investigating what caused the emotional response in the moment and then exploring the past to see where that trigger actually began.
1: And like every other step in the brain process, it can be really confronting. Huh. And I know I've mentioned this before and I probably will again, But sometimes if there's some really traumatic events or trauma attached to your triggers, it is such a great idea to seek support from a professional to really work through this process.
0: Mm.
1: And so the investigation step is quite an intimate step, an intimate step with yourself. It's really raw and honest, intense, because Mm. there is that level of vulnerability involved. And we know that when we're feeling vulnerable, we have these urges and instincts to retreat But we really need to be brave here. Don't give up and do the work. Absolutely.
0: And to help yourself be brave in this situation, we want to use our self-compassion tools. Mm. We want to be gentle, tender, curious, accepting and open-minded. Because once we work through this step, a big shift starts to take place. Mm -hmm. Those hard emotions start to soften around the edges yeah and we can see them for what they really are you know you must continue giving up now (sighs) would only see the issue coming up on another day in another way Mm. and really just getting in the way of you creating the the life that that you want to create and feel
1: yeah absolutely and I think Sometimes we can feel stuck at this step. Uh And I think perhaps it's because we don't look deeply enough. Uh So I think here I'll just mention that moving into your body can really help loosen the resistance that you might be feeling. So if you want, you can try dancing or stretching, jumping, something that helps your body let go of that tightness and tension.
0: I, I love that. That's a great point. Um, so now, you know, you're ready to ask yourself some questions because that's how we investigate. Hmm. We, we ask ourselves questions. Some that I, you know, that I really like to use in this process, are things like what is calling out for my attention right now? Hmm. What is the hardest part of this situation? Um, Another one is what emotions are surfacing because of this situation? And where am I feeling those, you know, these feelings Mm. in my body? And what sensations am I experiencing? You know, that could be I'm feeling hot, cold, Mm. tightness or tension. I feel constricted. The last one I really like to ask is how do I hold myself when I feel the feelings associated with this situation. You know, as you begin with answers or the answering this, it might not immediately come through. So it can be really helpful to, like we've noted before, start journaling or meditate on the questions.
1: Yeah. To see and
0: that little bit more insight.
1: Yeah, I, I absolutely. They are beautiful questions. And they really will help to identify how to connect with the current triggering event. And then you can go a little deeper, really digging into that root cause where the trigger stems from. And, again, with kindness and curiosity, asking yourself some more questions as you dig in. And some of those questions might be, what's the part of me that feels most hurt and vulnerable or what's calling out for my attention what does that feel look sound like how does my inner child feel what does my inner child want to tell me Mm. what words would i hear if this part of me could talk to me what would it have to say and then you know are things like what does this part of me want or need and what experiences in my past are impacting me now um. to feel like this?
0: And, you know, Candice, it's important. You've got to expect to feel mixed emotions mm. you know, after asking such, you know, deep questions and, and also answering them.
1: Yeah. might
0: even like to use some simple mantras to help support the emotions, you know. Um, things I suggest are, you know, I'm here for you. I am safe. I am safe's a really good one, or I am secure. Mm-hmm. And I am love, or I am loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, just reassuring that in a child or that that vulnerable side of you, that you're being looked after and it's okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, mixed emotions really do come with the RAIN process. They do go hand in hand. And it is kind of the whole point because we're working through our emotions rather than ignoring them or reacting to them. And now, I guess, in this investigation step, you can really start to see that we're asking some broader questions, then digging in with questions with some level of detail. So, you know, starting with things like what's calling out for my attention and then digging into, you know, what experiences from my past are impacting how I feel now. We're really putting on our detective hat here and exploring our past. And to give some context, I'd love to share a personal example. And that is recently I was at a family gathering And my eight-year-old was upset after a fight, another fight with his brother. And someone said to him, big boys don't cry, stop crying, which triggered me big time. I could feel the anger rising up through my body. There was tension in my back and shoulders. And I had a really overwhelming sense to tell that person to pull their head in. But because I practiced the RAIN process, Uh, I could recognize that emotion in the moment and I sat with it rather than reacting to it. I sat with it for a moment and then I kind of came back to it after the event when I had left the family gathering and I was at home and it was quiet. Now, I really could have put this whole situation down to, you know, being a mum, being an overprotective or just oh. protective mum, I yeah. really, you know, could have put it down to my protective instincts. But I sat with it and I really sat with it and explored my past. And I asked myself, What's calling from my attention from this trigger? And it was my heart. Oh. So I'm like, Okay, there's something there, it's in my heart. And then I asked myself, what experiences in my past are impacting how I'm feeling in my heart? What caused that rush of anger? And again, I, you know, I sat with it and sat with it. And when I really dug deep and was honest and vulnerable with myself, I started to recognize and connect with my childhood. You know, I was a very empathetic child growing up in what I guess you would describe as a patriarchal family and I was really I felt I was accused of having too many emotions Mm. and that they were a problem so you know I got really good at hiding my emotions my feelings and there was a lot of hurt associated with this and a feeling of there's something wrong with me for having emotions like you know, I felt like I shouldn't care for other people's emotions or that it was wrong that I did. And I really formed a general sense of it's not okay to be me. And it's so interesting. Now, I've done a lot of healing work. So I'm in the habit of doing healing work. And I fortunately am more confident and equipped to do that now. So that's great. But if I sat with that initial oh I'm just being a protective mum, and I know that when we talk to our children like that they bury emotions and it comes up as depression later and I could have put it down to that but digging in I was able to give myself insight to a part of me that needed healing Uh, it it uh. really you know and and I guess that's just an example but um yeah so that's it no, that's, oh, thanks for sharing that. That's oh, beautiful. That's all right. I, I got a little off track there. <laughs> Before you were talking that about in that invest investigation step that it can bring up, you know, that mixed bag of emotions, which, you know, it really can. But you're also talking about using mantras to support yourself to be able to sit in that investigation step.
0: Um, Look, just, um, sorry, Candice, just on your point, thank you so much for sharing that. That was really honest and open. It's not always easy to talk about our own healing um, and situations, but uh, that's what we want this podcast to be about, Mm -hmm. Um, being authentic and real and raw and relatable. Um, So it's, you know, I think it's great for, I know personally myself (laughs) as another mother (laughs) to hear how, uh, you handle those situations but also for our, our listeners to to hear that we're going through this you know personal triggers absolutely
1: uh, every us day us too you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> um
0: so sorry so back to mantras your yeah, mantras are really powerful when they're used correctly yeah um they're a great way to focus our intentions uh calm the mind and which is exactly what you need here in the investigation step you can even guide yourself on a short meditation, you know, to allow those mantras to feel your body to help give you the courage to stick at it um, and continue with the investigation because as we said it's very raw. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a very can be very painful this step. Um, and the meditation you can, can simply look like something like you know mm-hmm you settle into a comfortable position, you know, sit upright, you know, uh, your spine straight, take a few nice, soothing, deep breaths, and you use your senses to ground yourself. You know, what can you smell? What can you see? What can you taste and touch and hear? And you, you've, you're inviting your body to relax, uh, you know, and take some more audible Releasing breaths and letting go, and then you can begin to recite quietly in your mind a phrase that feels right for you. And I think that's really a sticking point. It has to feel right mm. for you. Mm. You know, ones that I've heard and recommended, and and practice myself are things like, "Darling, I'm here for you. I am safe. You know, I am love. I am peace." I am calm. You know, it's okay to note that the words don't relate to how you're feeling just now. Mm. They're an invitation to allow the feelings to permeate your whole self and flow through. You You know, it's something then you allow the mantra to kind of naturally fade when it feels right and just spend some time exploring the feelings that have come up and that you've created. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you conclude the meditation by connecting to the support of the surface you're sitting on, laying on, you know, noticing your, your other senses uh, and taking some nice, deliberate, like, refreshing and nurturing deep breaths and then starting to, you know, move and wriggle and stretch it out whatever way feels right for you it is very gentle the whole process very gentle
1: i really love that so much um uh, i think mantra meditations um and mantras in general i guess really can help create a sense of safety and mm. kind of remind you that yep okay you can do this oh, it's it's so so true and they sure do
0: you know they mantras i like to always say and that's from my yoga training mantras are the words that we should have heard
1: yes.
0: <laughs> mantras are the things that you know are going to get you through because what you need um you know things like i am love i am safe i mean that inner child needed to hear that mm. and it's that's not inauthentic it's truthful you know, so by taking the time to let the mantra fill your body, mm. giving yourself the bravery and the courage you need to continue with that, the investigation,
1: mm.
0: and, you know, wherever it may actually take you. So it, it's building your confidence, and it's, it's like a big hug. It really is the only way I can describe it.
1: Yeah, and sometimes you just don't know where it's going to take you. I know I've done mantra meditations and been really surprised where they've taken me. Uh, and that's because uh, we're exactly. connecting to that inner child. We're giving it the safe, safety and security to come through. Uh, really beautiful.
0: Yeah. And you, you, you're right. You don't know until you jump in there mm. and give yourself permission. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially, especially when you're exploring the past mm. um, gently with compassion and acceptance. You know, mm. it's. A whole world opens up, really. Mm, it really does. It's probably, um, I think, a good point here, a good good uh, time to wrap up this episode and, um, and the iron investigation or investigate. Mm. And we want to thank you so much for joining us again. Mm. Um, we'll be back in a fortnight. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap up our deep dive into RAIN. Um, and that's our last installment into RAIN, which is N for nurture. Um, If you're enjoying the podcast, it would absolutely mean the world to us if you could rate and review, stop, I've just been triggered. um, And Give us some feedback. Um, And also, if you'd like, you can join us on our socials and give us some suggestions into triggers you may have felt or how to deal with certain triggers. Mm. Um, We're always looking for content for future podcasts. So until next time, it's bye from us.